Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Hi, what's this? What's I've stumbled upon here? Facebook Live. The me, JJ Stano. The internet, the Wi-Fi is really bad here, so I hope this is all going to come off. Looking to camera, um, I'm trying to make it a bit visual. I don't know if you know, like the entrance there, um, because I've noticed a worrying statistic. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently, 70%. Yes, you heard me, 70% of the Facebook Live videos are heard, are watched without the sound on. Mm. You know, so what I'm trying to say is that people are watching me just sitting here without the sound on. Is that working? So, you know, I'm just trying to give some subliminal messages throughout the broadcast because I can't, I mean, I know you're watching with the sound on probably. But can you believe that people are watching without the sound on? I can't believe it. So um, that was the entrance there. I'm going to um, maybe work on that a bit. So we've got some questions here today. We've got uh, about breastfeeding being passed. I think we've covered that already, but I'm going to talk about it again because we've got someone asking it. Well, I'll go, I'll talk, I'll go through them. I'm just going to go through them. Simple as that. Um, so... You know, subliminal messaging. Um, so, <laughs> right? So, so uh, breastfeeding. Um, just going to see if this works. Oh God! See if my stats get better uh, with my subliminal messaging. So, what we're talking about now is can you breastfeed with implants that's the question um i should just write the answer when actually then people won't turn the sound on at all so yeah if you want to know the answer to that question turn the sound on. um patient is 38 weeks pregnant can she had implants two years ago can she breastfeed yes you can yeah i shouldn't nod because you've got to turn the sound on yeah anyway you can yeah the answer is yes absolutely no problem with breastfeeding whatsoever the um, whether the implants go in front or behind the muscle, they go behind the breast tissue, so they don't damage any breast ducts or anything like that. So it's more of a problem when you're doing a mastopexy or a breast reduction that might affect the ability to breastfeed. But breast implants shouldn't affect the ability to breastfeed. Um, that should be fine. Assuming you can breastfeed already, some people can't breastfeed. So, uh, but the presence of implants will not alter your ability to breastfeed. The only thing is that having implants make your, uh, having children or having getting pregnant makes your breast bigger because of the milk, and so the size and the shape of your breast might change. That's a different answering a different question really, but but um, I did a blog post about that. Check out my blog. Oh, I should have one saying check out my blog. Anyway, um, but yeah, you can breastfeed no problem with implants whatsoever. That's fine. You can breastfeed. 
Um, so then we've got serial excision. How long between serial excisions of a tattoo? How long between serial excisions of a tattoo? Um, so um, this is a couple of people who've got big tattoos and uh, they need several sessions of removal because I can't get it out in one go. And they obviously want it done as quickly as possible, which is understandable, um, because it needs multiple sessions and they want to get it over with. And I normally say it takes at least three months for everything to settle between the removal of tattoo, uh, between the, each session. And um, what I normally do is I see, so I see six weeks, see how it's going, and then plan the next one. But sometimes it can be a bit tighter, and I think this is one of the issues we've got at the moment, because um, the patient has done a couple of serial excisions, and the last go was at three months, and it was quite tight, it was quite difficult, the local anesthetic didn't work very well, because if the scar tissue is still quite tight, then the local anesthetic doesn't permeate through the tissues as well, as when there's, well, when there's no scar tissue there at all, or if there's, um, I hope that music's not really loud in the background. Um, uh, so, Right, when you haven't got any scar tissue at all, the, the local anesthetic works really well. When there's scar tissue there, the local anesthetic works work less well, and the firmer and the earlier the scar tissue is, the less well it works. The more mature the scar tissue is, the local anesthetic works better, and also the tissues are softer, so you can get more out. So there's a lot to be said for leaving it longer. I use it as a compromise, say, three months give or take, um, but especially if you're taking as much as you can each time, sometimes you get a little bit of the wound not healing up properly, and you get little scabby bits, and that can take longer for that scar to settle. And so sometimes longer is better. And it actually can be a false economy to do it too soon, because if you have like um, a tattoo that you can, um, if you have, say, like um, like a, um, let's think of the maths is going to work now, like, like a 10 centimeter tattoo, and let's say you can take, um, Two centimeters. <laughs> should have thought this through. If you take two centimeters out each time, and it's three months each, that's five. Lots of three months. That's fifteen months, right? But if you wait longer than three months, if you wait four months, and you can take five centimeters out, that's two lots of four. Right, that's eight months. Anyway. The concept, I think, is there. I think it's quite clear for you to see, is it? The concept. So basically, sometimes leaving it longer can make it shorter. So that's what I mean about false economy. Try and do it too quickly. You only get a little bit out every time. Whereas if you left it a bit late, so you get more out. So you might actually be able to get it out quicker in the long run by leaving it a little bit longer. So three months is the minimum, but sometimes it's longer than that, especially if it's been tight the last excision and hasn't healed up properly. Does it have to be... An um, the like, well, actually, I've got a bit mixed up with my questions here. Um, what, uh, I think the question, does there have to be a scar around the belly button with a tummy tuck? What about in there? Why is belly button scar with tummy a similar sort of thing? So, um, uh, well, no, there doesn't have to be a belly button scar with a tummy tuck. There, um, you can do a mini tummy tuck, which doesn't have a scar around the belly button. Uh, just as a scar around the, um, just as a scar down the lower part, um, and so that's not giving you a scar around the belly button. So why is there a scar around the belly button? Now, 
if you imagine with the excess of the, that you have when you need a tummy tuck is in the lower abdomen, uh, if from the belly button down, that's usually where the worst excess is. So if you imagine taking away tissue from the lower abdomen, um, you're basically taking the lips of tissue like a like a rugby ball shape. Oh my god, my patch is running like a rugby ball shape of tissue from the lower abdomen. Um, if you don't do anything to the belly button, that belly button is going to get pulled down. So when you have a mini to the tuck where you don't make a cut around the belly button, it gets pulled down and um, the belly button gets pulled down a bit. And it's only really suitable for a little bit of form, people with a little bit of fullness in the lower abdomen. If you've got a lot of fullness in your lower abdomen, a full tummy tuck removes all the tissue from the belly button down to the pubic area. Now, if you didn't make a scar around the belly button, the belly button would then end up in the pubic area. The belly button would get pulled all the way down to just above your pubic bone, you know, just above your pubic hair. And clearly, that wouldn't be a good look at all. So therefore, what we do is make a cut around the belly button, let the belly button drop in, pull all that tissue down, and then make a new hole in the bit of skin that's been pulled down and place the belly button in the same place that it was to start with so it's still in the center of the tummy. So that's why you end up with the scar on the belly button and the scar lower down. What was the question? Why, why is there a scar? Yeah, that, that's why. So that's why. Um, because the, the, in a full tummy tuck, you, make, you take a lot more skin than you do with a mini tummy tuck. And if you didn't move the belly button, if you didn't make a scar on the belly button, your belly button would end up in the pubic area, which would not be a good look at all. So that's why you need to reposition the belly button in the same position. That is that. Maybe I, in real life I could describe that better. But anyway, um, implant high, high. I'm running out of paper, so I'll get on the back of this one. Implants riding high. Um, so this is when the implants sit a bit high. Now they always sit a bit high to start off with, and then they usually settle over time. Um, but um, sometimes they can stay high, and uh, this is usually a problem with implants placed under the muscle. So if implants are placed under the muscle, then um, one of the downsides obviously good things about it, and there's bad things about it. And one of the bad things about it is that it can make the implants sit high, and if the implants uh, they, as I say, they always sit high to start off with, and then they usually settle. The particular question is, actually, I'm going to put it down. Should I, so we've got a patient who's got implants in the heart. She's five months post-op, and she's worried if she should exercise, because she's worried she's going to pull the implants higher, or it's just one of them is high. She should pull the implant higher. Um, it's a balance. I think at five months, you can start exercising. In, in fact, usually at about sort of two months or six to eight weeks, I say that you can start exercising and doing stuff with your arms because I think it is good to exercise and do things. Um, the implant settling can take a long time. So at uh, five months, it's not fully settled. You know, it can take up to a year or maybe even more for things to fully settle. So it can take many, many months for things to settle. So I don't think you should not do exercise during all that time. But it is always a balance because that movement of the muscle is going to make, give a pull on that implant. And we've just got to hope that it settles. The main things that I would say is massage can help, massaging the upper pole. And also we've um, doing this patient like a band. You can wear a band. Some people routinely use the band after breast implant surgery. I don't routinely use it, but in cases where the implants are a bit high, then you can use a band, which gives pressure into the upper pole to try to help that implant go down. Um, but I think you should exercise. I think it's good to exercise. It's good to be fit. So you should do, should do that. But um, yeah, it's just one of the downsides of putting them under muscle, but then there are good things about it as well because you can't necessarily see the implant, feel the implant, things like that. 
Have I rattled through those really quickly? Are those papers where they put me off or not? Maybe I haven't. I don't know. So um, that, that's it. That's, I thought there was quite a few questions. Anyway, that was the questions, I think. Um, and I'd be very interested in see the stats to see if we get um, the sound on with my cue cards. Um, hope you enjoyed the visual fest today. Uh, I'm going to check out because I am done here. My work is done. Um, and I am going to be back next week. Um, yeah, this is not Easter yet, is it? Well, it is. I'm not off next week. I'm off the week after. So happy Easter for next week. It's well, this weekend, isn't it? So happy Easter for everyone. And uh, if you have any questions as ever, please tweet me or email me or, or um, Facebook me. And I will see you here, back here, this time next week. Have a nice evening. Bye. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.